Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome to 3Talk. Today we're discussing letting go of toxic patterns. What does this actually mean? Well, it means letting go of patterns that are not helping us live our best life. This life is not a dress rehearsal. Therefore, it is important we carefully consider it. It is often the case we keep doing things automatically, often through learned behaviours and early programming that don't resonate with who we really are. We often find out the hard way and it is not until something uncomfortable or painful happens that we reevaluate and start changing these patterns. What do you think, ladies? I think that there are so many toxic patterns and habits that we all carry around with us on a daily basis. And we individually will probably be aware of one, maybe more than the other. Sometimes it's totally unconscious habits. And I'm talking about this from um, my experience, but also from people around me, friends, clients, is The comparison, so comparing yourself constantly to others, it's one of the most meaningless bits that we we use because there can be no good. There's there's no good that comes out of it. And the only person we should be comparing ourselves is to ourselves. And it's a lot harder said than done. But all of our circumstances and experience and skills in life, they're, they're completely different to anyone else. And at the end of the day, we'll never win the battle because... I always say to people, you know, our minds, we are so imaginative. We, are, we can make so much up that once we've thought of this amazing thing that that person's done in their life that we haven't done, that makes us feel even smaller, we can then think of another thing that's even better than that thing that, you know, it, it just is a continuation and it never stops and it's perpetual. And if you don't stop that kind of negative um, thought pattern, it can be really erosive. At the end of the day, it's all about your preconceptions, isn't it? It's all about our judgments on other people. And we have no idea what their background is or where they're coming from or what they've been through. That in itself comes normally from a place of self-doubt. You know, usually the root of the, you know, if you get the green-eyed monster when you're comparing yourself to someone, it's start looking at where that comparison is coming from. What is it that is making you feel that way? And then start looking at how internally you can make yourself feel better, i.e. if it's because they're putting themselves out there and you're not, well, then what can you do to put yourself out there? Start, start taking charge and stop comparison because it is so erosive. I mean, there's so many other toxic patterns that people can display, but I do think in this day and age, that's a really huge one for everyone at every level and at every age group it just comparison just doesn't discriminate what do you think Lucia? I think comparison is one of the most hurting things out there these days completely agree with you but what I think you you flagged there and to me immediately resonated was the fact that sometimes we do not realize of the toxic patterns we are following they are sort of subconscious Mm. and this is so very true because comparison I think we are all aware of that to a certain level so you do know when you are looking out for something else or you're measuring yourself up versus somebody else and it does take a lot of effort and energy and it is a challenging thing to do but it's bringing the awareness there and trying controlling it the challenging bit is when it's something that you don't even 
realize or you don't know about. I was in the, in the corporate world. Um, I was living the rat race <laughs> as, we, as we know it. And I had this job that on paper was fantastic. And then I realized that all that I was doing was working, 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 getting myself into this sort of spiral of trying to get everything done, trying to get it done quicker than anybody else. And that quickness was my toxic pattern because I was trying to do everything that I could as quick as I could in order to be perceived as this efficient person that actually I wasn't being efficient at all because I was just tackling things, absorbing as much as I could without actually really focusing on what I should be doing, which taps a bit into uh, you know one of the episodes that we were talking about the big rocks and the sand. So I wasn't really focusing on those big rocks. I was just literally cracking on with the sand and thinking, how can it be that if I dedicate these many hours of my day to work, I'm actually not getting the things that I want to get done. It sounds like you were just ticking the boxes. Exactly. In this case at work were like, you know, a few projects that I needed to get done and meet the deadlines. And I was just missing those deadlines because I was just focusing on replying to the delivery guy or... What made you aware of that, Lucia? How did you know that that was starting to happen? Well, the fact that I was just missing, the fact that I was just missing all those deadlines, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I, I was supposed to start this campaign here. I was supposed to be meeting up with this person here and have this presentation done. And I ended up doing the night before because literally I just ran out of time. And then I started looking at my diary and see like, okay, so where am I putting my working hours what is the the pattern i'm following what would you say to you in that instance what was your toxic pattern like what would you have called it do you have a name for it was there something you identified with it when you became aware i call it the people policing maniac (laughs) (laughs) and we've all been there yeah that's quite common especially for ladies isn't it we want to please everybody and my kind of toxic pattern was part people pleasing as well and just I was overachieving, overachieving, not giving myself breaks at lunchtime, um, working till 10, 11 o'clock at night, every night. Eventually, my body said, I'm sorry, I've had enough. And I had suspected ME. And then I realized I needed to slow down. And it was when I slowed down, actually, that the magic started happening because I become more creative. I stopped procrastinating because I gave myself time out. I was able to be more efficient in the hours I was working, had more energy, more productivity. So the toxic pattern, the original toxic pattern of overachieving wasn't serving me. And a couple of years of just slowing down and getting more of a balance with my health as well as work and my family life and my relationships. Before I knew it, I was being promoted. So slowing down really helped me. So breaking that toxic. I think that's really key as well like in just in terms of overachieving when people see that as such a positive thing and actually see it from yourself what you've just described Flo I had you know really similar story but overachievers really get honest with yourself you've got to really find out the root of why and a lot of the time your why is somebody else's story of what you perceive that they want to see you doing and actually when you get that promotion you realize you're not really that happy and you realise actually it's because it wasn't your path. And I, I definitely, definitely had that. I think another really toxic pattern 
that a lot of people have is catastrophizing, um, you know, the worst event possible. And we can do that in our daily lives. And that's what you said, Lucia, coming back to it. That could be something that we're not even aware of because our brain just does it. It's programmed. We've programmed ourselves over the years to just think like this. And it is subconscious. And actually, we don't realize until we really sit down and think about how is it affecting us? Because catastrophizing can basically make you stand in your own way because you'll stop doing things out of fear because you'll think the worst case scenario, therefore, I'm not going to do it. And it actually is a really disabling, toxic habit. But unless you address it the way it is and name it the way it is and see it for what it is, some people could just continue on their life and not even knowing that that's what they're doing, essentially, to alter their daily habits, routines, or even their life. So I always say to people, you know, focus on your thoughts about good things that can happen, which is quite hard, by the way, if, if you're always focusing on the, the things, the bad things that can happen, but really make a conscious effort not to worry so much about the things that literally you can't control or more importantly that are not going to happen because you need to start evidence stacking about well did that happen on your last one you know did that happen on your last presentation actually how well was it received you've got to start putting your body and your mind at rest and if you spend a lot of time in that catastrophizing zone actually you can get yourself quite stressed out worked up and it's really unhealthy for you so if you're feeling like you're always in that zone and you're thinking the worst start thinking about things that are actually the reality because it's our perception and filter that we put on that that distort our view or image i think if you're getting silent every single day for a certain amount of time you will realize that you're getting into patterns that aren't helping you live your best life because when we just keep going 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 there's no time to think about it. So that real kind of reflection time, maybe it's reflecting at the end of the day or the middle of the day or even at the beginning of the day, but just having that reflective time to say, is, am I living the life that I want to live? Am I living in my main priorities? Am I giving enough time to myself? Or am I just carrying on from job to job to job and not really thinking about it, not being conscious about it? What do you think, Eugene? I think that is a, that is a really good point, stopping yourself and asking yourself those questions. But um, coming back to that no, noticing sometimes, I think it's important because sometimes you might be down this spiral already, but you're not 100% realizing where you are. All that you know is you're not feeling happy or you're not feeling as complete as you would be. I would say try to fine-tune yourself connect with your body and understand what this body of yours is telling you because you said it so see like you know quite frequently stress comes up Fleur you had a you know a suspected ME so your body is really wise and even though if you try pushing 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 and do whatever you think you're doing and you're doing it wrong it will find a way to tell you so although sometimes it is hard to recognize where you are at try and stop and try and listen to your body because it will give you these indicators for you. Just try and pay attention to those signs, understand where you are and then take action. Yeah. I mean, I agree with, you know, both of you just said about this and I think sometimes once you've reached that awareness, then it is about transforming your narrative, really how you talk to yourself and working out you are your story. So whatever you keep telling yourself and doing, you will become that person. So if you're recognizing that you in one area or another that is becoming toxic, like the overachiever or 
person who is continually catastrophizing or comparing, you need to start talking to yourself in a different way and you need to start looking at whether or not you want to be the hero or victim because you can continue, you know, going on the journey that you're going on and disabling you from living that fulfilled life or you can choose to do something about it. So I think that's really important. Yes, it's hard if you don't recognize, like you said, but I think once you do, you've got a choice. And yeah, it's going to be really, really hard work. All of what we talk about is hard work. It's all about personal development. And that's one of the hardest areas to work on is ourselves. But toxic stuff, you just got to get it out of your life. You wouldn't put stuff into your body that you knew was highly radioactive or toxic. So why are we putting it into our head? So we just got to work with ourselves, work with our body, like you said, Lucia, and mind and help ourselves and try and move out of that zone and move forward. Thank you, ladies, for another useful conversation. I hope from listening today, you'll be more aware that we have toxic patterns that can be stopping us living our best lives. And these toxic patterns can be overachieving, catastrophizing, comparison, people-pleasing, or just simply focusing on the wrong things. All topics that we'll be covering in more detail in up and coming episodes. We hope you've learned four things from this episode. One, take charge of your life, consider what's important. Two, toxic patterns can be changed, but can be in our subconscious. Three, therefore it's helpful to become aware of toxic patterns. This can be through getting quiet and listening to our body and mind. Four, once we are aware and conscious of our patterns, we can make positive changes. Thank you for listening. And we look forward to giving you more insightful conversations next episode.